Hey, it's Janice Michelle from When God Spins a Yarn. I'm so glad you were able to join today. I am here with a passion to help women heal from their traumas and find their identity in Christ. And I'm so excited to see what God's going to do today. Let's get into it. Hello. First, I would like to apologize. I have been inconsistent. I'm trying to get used to this new schedule of going to school and work and writing and everything all at once. And so I am still working on finding balance. But here we are for the next installment of When God Spins a Yarn. And this is the God Is series. We're focusing on God is Love. 1 Corinthians 13.4 says, Love is patient, love is kind, and it is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. We are focusing on this description of love in scripture to get a picture of who God is. Because 1 John 4.16 tells us that God is love. And today we're focusing on the third descriptive in this verse. Love is not jealous. To understand what this tells us of God, we do need to look at what the word jealous means, and as always, the context that it's used in. Now, this specific word in 1 Corinthians 13 is Strong's number 2206, and means to be heated or to boil with envy, hatred, anger. And it comes from the word zelos, from which we get the English word zealous which is defined by Strong's as the fierceness of indignation, punitive zeal, an envious and contentious rivalry, jealousy. But this word zelo can also mean zealous in the pursuit of good. And the word zelos is defined as excitement of mind, ardor, fever of spirit, zeal, ardor and embracing, pursuing, defending anything, zeal in behalf of, for a person or thing. In other places this word is used will help us get a picture of the meaning. In Acts 7's discussion of the historical story of Joshua, it says, The patriarchs became jealous of Joseph and sold him into Egypt. That's in verse 9. And in Acts 17, when Paul and Silas were in Thessalonica spreading the gospel, the Jews, becoming jealous and taking along some wicked men from the marketplace, formed a mob and set the city in an uproar. And that's verse 5. On the other hand, we have 1 Corinthians 12, 31, where we are encouraged to earnestly desire the greater gifts. Here, the same word is translated earnestly desire and is a good thing. So how do we know this verse is saying one and not the other? Are we to now see God as contradicting himself? If God is love and love is not jealous, what are we to do with the dual meaning of this word? Or with Joshua 24, 19, which says, Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. Again, definition and context. In Joshua, the word we have translated as jealous here is a different word. This word, Strong's number G2207, zelotes, has only one meaning. It is Quote, used when referring to God as jealous of any rival and sternly vindicating his control. And 
most eagerly desirous of, zealous for, a thing, to defend and uphold a thing, vehemently contending for a thing. So, if God is described in Joshua as jealous, using the specific word that has only the meaning of being zealous for good and defending or upholding a thing, then it must mean that the word in Corinthians is referring to the negative side of jealous, the sinful envy that leads to unbridled anger. And by the way, Joshua is telling the people that God is zealous for them and will not tolerate their worship or zeal for other gods besides him. He is saying he defends and upholds us and is jealous of any rival for his love of us. We are the thing he defends. So, we can now see more of who God is, what and who love is. It is not, he is not, boiling in anger and hatred at us. This kind of jealousy makes me think of an over-controlling husband who doesn't like his wife having any friends, going anywhere, or doing anything without him. God wants us to have community. As we've talked about before, he created us to thrive in community. He only requires that he be the only one worshipped. God has already forgiven the sins, the worship of other things, that we have been redeemed from. Like a good husband who loves to see his wife thrive in her friendships, but would understandably have a big problem if she were to have an affair, God loves us as a perfect bridegroom. We, the church, are his bride, and he is the ever-faithful one who will never forsake us. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Please come visit me on my website, janicemichelle.com. That's J-A-N-I-C-E-M-I-C-H-E-L-E.com. Or on my Instagram, at God's Spun Yarn. My Facebook page is When God Spins a Yarn. I'm also a mentor on the Faith Mama's Tribe app. You can download that from your Play Store, or I'll put the link in the show notes. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.